Hey, this is Luther from the North Mississippi All-Stars, and this is the 30A Show. Live from the 30A Radio Airstream Studios at Gulf Place, it's the 30A Show, presented by 38cottages.com. 30A Radio celebrates the small-town beach life we enjoy here along Florida's scenic Highway 30A. Here's your hosts, Corey Davis with 30A Radio. Do you know who I am? I'm kind of a big deal. And Laura Holloway from the Storyteller Agency. Airstream for a private show with only two audience members and all of you guys. And we're here with the very awesome Dread Clampett Forest Williams band. It's a whole new thing. It's a whole new thing. It's like they took all these bands I, and crammed them into one band. I think part of my mind is on the back wall because it just exploded. Yeah. So we're going to get to the music. You guys enjoy. All right, hold on just a second, guys. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Come out of the gate with a shirt and blow them out. Yeah. Bear with the How you doing? How's it going? Come on, Pacharia. Hey, hey, hey. Oh. I swear we're professionals. We're uh, dreaded forest coming together as just good friends uh, that, that love music and uh, support each other's music around here. So uh, it just was a no-brainer to come together and and do some fun stuff uh, when we have time to do it. Our, uh, I guess our second actual show is tomorrow night at Trebiche, and uh, doors open at, what, seven? And we do an eight yep. to 11 show, and just super glad to be here. I'm gonna start off with a song I wrote called uh, Monday to a Saturday.
Tomorrow at Trebiche at Blue Mountain Beach, Redfish Village, is that what that is right now? Yeah. We're going to be playing uh, from 8 to 11 and upstairs in the big ballroom. And it's going to be kind of a honky tonk night, but we're going to be doing each other's music as well as some really cool covers. And uh, the doors open at 7 o'clock. They've got $10 plates there uh, for food. So come get up there and uh, get ready for a good time. All right. Do we have a Dreaded Forest album coming out sometime soon? Ah, uh, we'll work on it. Yeah, it is. We'll have to work on it. Right. We definitely Thank got a gig coming tuning. up. Yeah, we got a gig. Got a gig. That's the, it's the first thing. Um, if you want to see the rest of the show, tune in later on 38 Radio's Facebook page and their channels, and you can see the rest. We'll play the whole show tomorrow morning on the 38 show. How about Woo! that? Awesome. All right, you guys have a great afternoon. Thanks for coming. Cool. So I'm just going to record live right here. Yeah. So it's kind of dumb for us to stop what we're doing we already got a live mic and sure. recording so is it uh, okay yeah it sounds it great sounds like, yeah, yeah so as we're talking here i'm just going to picks up everything so laura if you want to join you can just play the we're used to it yeah right i'm not recording the studio you have to turn it off everything's off they haven't figured it out yet have they uh, they put big blocks of ice in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, I think any mobile recording studio is going to be hot, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, it's enough much you can do about it. Um, uh, yeah, if you want to put dry ice around here or whatever, <laughs> let it smoke out in here. But uh, no, I mean seriously, it's uh, the, for this time of year is, is what you deal with. So. All right. So who, who, uh, when did the conversation start about dreaded forest? How did, the, how did that come about? No, I can't remember. We just, I, you know, it was one of those things where, seriously, we all live close enough here, and we, you know, we do support each other musically. And I, I think we just were talking about how it'd be fun to get together and jam. And, yeah. And uh, I know Trebiche's been wanting to do some bigger things that pull people up there. And I was like, man, that's such a big room. It takes a lot of people to make it feel like something's going on in there. And so with both of us coming together, the odds of bringing a good crowd, and for us to get to kind of do something different that we don't always do, mm -hmm. 
separate of each other, and so it's kind of fun to get to go in and jam around on each other's music and, and uh, you know, break the monotony of what we all do. Yeah, here. You so gotta, gotta change it up. Just so a fun, fun who makes the playlist? Uh, like, what do you guys just kind of say, let's play this tonight? And we, this happens, or you guys? We basically, you know, I think it will keep evolving into something with more depth. I mean, right now, we were like, let's just grab the straightforward country songs that we know mm -hmm. and the music that we kind of know of each other's and come out of the gate with that. But you guys talk to you, I'm doing all the talking. Awesome. <laughs> are, we, are we going right now? We just yeah, that's recording. Yeah, yeah, we're just yeah. Free, kind of freeform oh, a little bit cool, here. Cool, cool. So, uh, Kyle with uh, Dred Clampett. How you doing? How's yeah, it going? It's good to have you guys. Thank Balder's you. here. Been yes, bugging Balder for about two years now. <laughs> finally, yeah. finally got him. You can't get out of here now. No. I know. It's a lot of in. It is. It's yeah, good. So, uh, so what's been going on uh, music-wise for you guys? You write new songs? Is there you guys working? I know you, you're a teacher as well, so. Yeah, working and having babies, building houses, and all that stuff. You know, yeah. keeping us pretty busy. Yeah. 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 But you're still on our events calendar all the time. Thank and, you very and, much for and, that. Uh, yeah. The uh, the gigs ongoing at the Red Bar. You're on. Yeah. How many years there now? So this like our fifteenth year. That's, wow. crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Have you looked back at your like maybe a picture from that first year from the Red Bar and be like, man, we're yeah. eating too much Red Bar. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> we had longer hair, and less less gray. Yeah, less we were gray. sitting in stools instead of yeah. standing up. Yeah. 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 Funny. We dressed up back then, like for every gig, I think a little more. Kinda. <laughs> yeah. Now we're like. We yeah. went to board shorts and black t-shirts, you know, V-necks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so being at, being at the Red Bar for yeah. as long as you guys have been, is there is there a funny story there that, that not a lot of people yeah. know that in the 15 years you guys have been playing that oh, you, you just always look back and say, I can't believe that happened. And yeah. it, it, it needs to be kind of PG, too. So. All right, well, I got one. <laughs> yeah. I got one. That throws them all if out. If it's possible. <laughs> you know that, that building used to be the great general store. Yeah. And... Uh, so, and it's held together with duct tape. They call it Red Bar Chrome. It's all the duct tape everywhere. <laughs> we love Ollie's the best boss we ever had. Um, best boss ever. But when it rains, it leaks pretty bad in there. And so, like the same night that Barango burnt down, you know, it was a heck of a, well not burnt down, it had a fire. It was a heck of a rainstorm. Yeah. And like, the bartenders had cups everywhere. There was like a leak right over the cash register. There's a leak over here. And we took a break and I came back and there's a stream the size of my pinky running into my amp. Oh, oh God. <laughs> like water. And I was like, oh, no. So I had to like turn my amp off and then like go straight. But it's just it's the hazards of working there. The place yeah. has been yeah. so old. Yeah. yeah, you didn't do the almost famous thing where you grabbed the mic. Right. No, I did not. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. No. That's Wait, good. There's, there's this one, one, one thing I can remember. It was pretty funny. It was so... Uh, the uh, the hostess was like, hey, I just want to let you know Cheryl Crow's coming in. Just you know, better tighten up, get ready for it. <laughs> tighten like, up for right. Cheryl Crow. Yeah, and so we, um, Bald and I were talking, but the fiddle player, we, we forgot to tell him that she was coming, and, and I don't really think he really knew who she was. Maybe he did, but anyway, so she's having just a great time. She was so cool, and she had she was sitting at that front table, and she was getting loose. She was on vacation with her family. The next thing you know, she's like, on the dance floor, and she's playing percussion with yes. the um, with our CD box. Oh. And uh, we're not supposed to cuss on here, but anyway. All that can say. Anyway, no. Justin, <laughs> Justin's like, he's like, he leans over, he's like, ah oh, man, who is this? 
blank, blank, girl. She's effing killing me. Who is it? Who is she? I was like, dude, shut up, man. It's Cheryl Crow. Anyway, so she, she got up, she sang, she sang the harmony with the Honky Tonk Women we did. That was that awesome. awesome. She's, that's she's awesome. so cool. She sang, she sounded so good. But, uh, that was a lot of fun. Is Dreads like that's that? You know? Dreads on some, uh, regional festivals coming up you guys playing down at Swanee a couple Swanee, more times? Swanee Roots Revival. Yeah on October 15th yeah. I believe is that weekend so that's yeah. gonna be fun to get back we haven't been there in a while. I saw somebody else's name pop up on that over the weekend. I think Sam, Sam? Bush and Leftover yeah. Salmon. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Sam's out there showing his new album off. So that's yeah. Yeah. Story, man. What a great album huh? Yeah it's great. Is there is that when you look at that album does it just scream like Sam 30A, Shelly Swinger did the photography mm-hmm. for yeah. it? Is that the coolest? Yeah, album so cool. cover. Have you seen? You've yeah. seen the, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, he's so cool. It's, cool. it's amazing that Shelly went to every one of those shows. It's yeah. on the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. pretty good. Um, so, uh, tell us about Dreaded Forest. Tickets will be at the door. Right. Yeah. They, uh, you can get them at Treviche or uh, the Bait Shack. Right. Right over by Stinkies. They have them there. And uh, the, you, you know, since we're so close to it, I'm sure you can get yeah. them at the door. You know, so just show up and get ready. You know? Is it kid friendly? Yeah. yeah. Kid yeah. friendly. Families yeah. get yeah. up there and my, my enjoy little, it. My little four year old son, soon to be four, was there dancing last time. Yeah. In the front. Yeah. It's cool. It's the best. Them out. That's yeah. why you play music, right? Exactly. Oh, no. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Our kids, our kids were uh, having a good time eating Dippin' Dots watching Forest the other night with Playa. Yeah. <laughs> it was a marginal crowd there. Yeah. You know, you know it's, it was a little salty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, once it's 8.30, that first set is good for kids. Second yeah. set, Happy hour's over. It's yeah, yeah. Ready to go, but uh, obviously Forrest Williams has uh, been playing at La Playa for how long have you guys been at La Playa on Thursday Gosh, nights? Yeah, I think we started two and a half, three years ago, trying to build up, you know, ladies' night. And it worked, you know. I mean, everybody comes out and, and uh, looking for something to do on a Thursday around here. So that's it's uh, not not a bad life. You know? No, absolutely not. Um, so we do a segment on the show that I think would be great uh, with the people we have in the room here. Oh, and she's having a uh, tasty beverage, so we, it's called Release the Laura. Release the Laura. I'm gonna attack. Dreaded Clampett right now. Oh, awesome. All right. No, it won't be too bad. Sorry, Dreaded Forest. No, it's fine. Too bad. No, just stick with Dreaded Clampett. <laughs> That's the reggae version yeah, of Dreaded Clampett. Yeah, Dreaded Clampett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, um, when you walk into a an establishment on 38, first of all, where's your favorite? When you're not working, where do you like to go and have a drink or have dinner? Uh, or both? Great seafood companies, one yeah. one of my new favorites. Okay. I love Brago as well too. Yeah. Which is at a new location. Yes. Over there by the bank. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm forever a, a sucker for a Stinky's gumbo, man. I, I I can't get over it every time. You know, I mean, I grew up on homemade gumbo, and you know, it's the closest I can get to a really good gumbo around here. They right. always throw a lot of good stuff in it, so you know. That's yeah, the obvious. That's, that's, that's one of my favorites for sure. All right, yeah, so we know what to bribe them with next time to get them back. Oh, yeah. We're going to put a stinky's gumbo over here. Yeah. <laughs> it's great, a Morango appetizer. Yeah, great, great seafood company. Yeah. Kenny right. Griner down there. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. All right, if anybody was to come up to you from the past, whatever, they could be somebody that's been gone for 100 years. If they were to come up to you and be like, man, you played just like me, who would you want it to be? Who would we want it to be? Who People would you tell want it us to be? all the Who time. Who would you want it to be? Yeah. You know, somebody tells me all the time to say, you sound just like Jerry Garcia, which is funny as I never listened to The Grateful Dead. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> who would I want it to be? And I love Jerry Garcia. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who would you want it to be? 
gosh. You know, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> for me, I just grew up listening to so much. It's it's hard for me to put a name on it. You know, for guitar players, you know, it'd be great to take a little bit of a little Jimi Hendrix, a little Stevie Ray Vaughan, and a little bit of uh, Eric Clapton. Nice. You know, and and of course, there's a kajillion other ones that. To me, that's what I say. I never grew up trying to be like anyone, but I think you just uh, subconsciously pick up on everything you grew up on. So I'm probably a little mix of everything. Of course, I'm not near as good as any any of those guys, but you know, you try to try to hope that you uh, yeah. pull some of that mojo in every now and then. I, I did not to sound just cliche, or whatever, but like you know, they say maybe sound just like Kyle Lobel, but that'd be, that's it. That'd be great. That's you know, it. To finally find my voice and the guitar. I was just I'll tell a quick story. I was, was with my wife. We were driving through Sandusky and pulled to a red light, and I hear some guitar picking, and I knew right away that it was Forrest Williams, and he was playing. And so to be able to, you know, separate yourself from other guitar players and be like, God, you know, I hear a riff. That's Kyle. You know, yeah. Yeah. cool. Kyle, right, Kyle, you know, I mean, you have that already. I mean, like Kyle has an attack. The way he attacks the string on the guitar. It's, uh, I mean, I'm the same way. I could be blindfolded and pick him out of a lineup, man. If you, get, if you get too good, you know too many of those, then it's hard to tell. But if you got your one lick, like, oh, I hear that lick. That's right. gotta be Kyle. No, he, no. he's definitely. I mean, I, I think because we all grew, you know, are around here and hear each other, I do. I mean, I know when I hear Walter playing mandolin, I know when I hear Kyle. And um, I think that you guys have already accomplished that, the uniqueness of what you do. and. Um, you know, hopefully we all do, like you said. I, I think that I, I can't help but sometimes probably pull from what I've heard growing up. But I, I hope, like you're saying, to have a unique style. You know. Yeah. What does being in this area do to your style? With this many great musicians, I, I think we're spoiled. Some, yeah. What does it do to? You, does it push you guys? Do you guys kind of feel yourselves being pushed by the others in a good way? In a good way. There's not a competition. No. Sure. Don't, don't sure. ever like meet in a parking lot and brawl it out. Like, <laughs> like the uh, weatherman or whatever. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of, you know, like we were saying earlier, there's, you know, a lot of groups that we end up playing with or putting small groups together in the sure. winter when our regular gigs slim down. Um, we, we sit in with our heroes. You know, we go to their shows not expecting to sit in, you know, and learn that way. And uh, I think a lot of us grew up, I did, I know Forrest did, and, and Kyle came along with sitting around and just playing in the living room. And that really brings me more joy than anything. Yeah. I think that there's a lot of occasions for us to sit around and, and um, share each other's, you know, experiences and lift each other up and learn because we all kind of learn by ear. Yeah. And like I learned how to play mandolin by watching guitar players play their chord shapes. So, I mean, if somebody plays a song and I pick it up pretty quick, and all of us do that, you know, yeah. you like, so if you sit down and play a song with somebody, you, you pretty much learned it, you know? Yeah. That's pretty good. All right, I've got two more questions. One, the Hunger Games was a real thing. <laughs> and you had to pick someone that you've played with in one of your bands. To be on your team, to be like your ally for the Hunger Games, who would you want it to be and why? Damn. I'm back, really proud of this we, question. Wow. <laughs> We've got a pretty good crew right here because we're all outdoorsmen and we, we do, you know, have basic survival skills, I think. So I, I'm in a pretty good company right here, I would think. Oh, uh, but one of them's got to go. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to go. You're like, are you, are you, are you, are you trying to ban yeah. before it's even? <laughs> like, like, I'll tell you, my middle name was Joker. I didn't know what to say. 
let's, just, let's just play a game called. Wh- whoever it becomes, they're going to go home going, I think they want me out of the band. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm right. proud of this yeah. question. Yeah. No, I, I, we won't make you say, but okay. You need another drink? Just, yeah. It's Thursday. Right. Just, just, anyway, um, the first time I ever saw Dread Clamp, it was in 2002. I was an intern at Seaside Repertory Theater for the summer, and we would always come over to the Red Bar, and y'all were so good then. Um, and Forrest Williams is something I discovered when we moved here a few years ago. Like, how do you think you've changed in your style and who you are as a musician in the past 12 years, 13 years? For, for me, you know, Kyle and Balder mainly grew up in this area. I came from a really different um, background as far as there was not a whole lot of musical opportunity right where I lived. Um, and so to come to an area, I mean, seriously, you were joking earlier about me playing the Funky Blues Shack, or Funky Groove song that I wrote, but I wrote that song because my first real experience to just a good throwdown mm-hmm. was coming in and seeing Dread Clampett, and it was wall-to-wall people. Um, and these guys are up there, half of them with their shirts off, just tearing it up <laughs> on stage. And I love that song. I, oh, yeah. Well, I know. I well, it's, you know, honestly, you get to where people that are from here, this show kind of shines a light on how supportive the people are. You get asked to do your songs around here instead of Jimmy oh, Buffett or, yeah. you know, Leonard Skinner. You know, you're getting asked, hey, do the Funky Groove song, you know, and, and these guys get asked for their original music, which is such an honor to get from your local people, yeah, man. Cool. But but seriously, I came down here and really blossomed as a, uh, a musician because I was surrounded by other really good musicians that motivated me and I was like man I'd never walked into a place where that kind of support was going on and everybody was dancing their butt off uh, to like like Dread Clampett at the Funky Blue Shack back in the old days so it was like instant motivation for me I was like man this I landed in a good spot so you know thanks to you guys for really I mean I, I seriously uh, am who I am as a musician now and I feel like I'm the last Ten years here has has put a stamp on me way more than anything I did before then. So, you know, it's great great to be here. Is Farrell happy to have some away time for me now that you have other people to play with? Seriously, I. <laughs> well, no, she's playing too. But uh, uh, she? yeah, oh, she's, she's, she's well. She's gonna be. She's our bass player and piano player. I was and so, aware of that. There you go. Yeah, man. I mean, she's a part of it too. You know, Farrell. Uh, so you guys have a full stage. Is that the four? Yeah, They're four. The, the five the drummer. Of us, the drummer. Yeah. Who's so, drumming? Uh, Josh. 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 There you go. So all five of us. But uh, okay. Farrell loves these guys too, and I, I will say Farrell's picky about who she plays with because she grew up playing with good musicians, and so uh, when I, you know, when I brought the idea that hey let's let's do this with Dread Clampett she was like yeah this is this will be fine so I think I think something nice here yeah. we say where you grew up from where did you grow up in um, Panama City Panama Parker, City Parker Florida over there by Tyndall yeah and uh, but my aunt Suzette recently passed away but she and Uncle Potter had a house on in Gulf Place down there since eighty. So I'd spent a lot of summers on 30A, but when there wasn't a 30A, when it was just walk across the street to the beach. Sure. And my uncle was a fisherman, and we'd take live shrimp down there, and we'd fish, and we'd, he'd get like a beer can and fire, and he'd put a little seawater in it, and he'd boil four shrimp in it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, was, he was crazy. But I mean, we like, we just spent our lives, yeah. you know, like yeah. that in Panama City, too. We were all came from yeah. fisherman families. So uh, I appreciate growing up on the Gulf Coast. And all those things, because you're you're fishing or you're hunting yeah. or you're doing something or you're on the water or whatever, 
and I just grew up that way, and I really appreciate that. And I, I went in the Marine Corps, and I traveled around, and I just kind of always came back to this place. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily Panama City, but specifically this place, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, down here. That's Forrest, Forrest, you're from Arkansas? From Arkansas, and uh, I mean, I, my experience with the guitar was literally walking around the trails behind my house with a guitar around my neck, and I, I mean, that's how I learned to play. I was pretty shy growing up, and seriously, I wouldn't even play for my family until way later on. Probably they've heard me more down here than they ever did me growing up. So it was something that was kind of a, a voice for me. You know, music was something I could I could let the guitar do the talking, and and, uh, and I enjoyed that. I mean, so um, it was. I mean, I did play and make a living at it back there, but it was a lot tougher and uh, a lot more barroom fights in, uh, in rural Arkansas. So, you know, well, I was lucky to get out of Arkansas with all my teeth, as they say. Oh. Um, I'm kidding, I love Arkansas. Ar <laughs> I mean, Arkansas is gorgeous and it's a beautiful place in its own right. I love going back there. But it's, uh, I think the, the way of life here and the pace of life, and I always tell people, when you go to a comedy club, you go there to laugh and you're in the mood to laugh, so you're ready. People come here, they're already in the mood to have a good time. They've worked all year long to come here for a week. And I mean, it's not that hard of a climb to get them to having a good time around here. And so, I love it. You know, I mean, you show up and everybody's like, hey, we're here for you. Yeah, let's, let's do this. So, it's just a great place as an artist to be, you know. So. And Kyle? I'm, I was born and raised in Destin, actually. It's my hometown. Okay. I uh, met Duke Bardwell at a young age, probably like about seven or eight. He had, was teaching my brother Kevin guitar lessons, and I was like, I'd get to listen outside the door and kind of hear him, you know, critique Kevin, you know, a little bit, and say this is what you need to do, check this out. And so I was listening, and I'd study Kevin's book, and I was like, man, I think I can do this, you know. So Duke got me a guitar, and then. Uh, you know, I just loved it. I wanted to play guitar. That's all I want to do. And I talk about, you asked me who, I, who I'd like to sound like back then and still now. Like if I could sing and play like Duke Bardwell, oh, man. then that would that'd be awesome. But I realized I couldn't sing like Duke. That was a you know shocker when you you know when you get the Van Morrison songbook you're like I'm gonna learn this song and I'm gonna sing my ass off right now yeah and then you, you know you realize whoa wait a minute what key is that in hang on there I swear I got that the book says it's in C and I got it I was trying again you're like oh hang on no that don't work like that but uh but anyway yeah I was just grateful and you know Duke took it serious took music serious he was like you know he felt like he squandered a lot of opportunities being you know, drinking and doing what, what he was doing back there in the 70s and stuff. And so, you know, we, we, we play sober, you know, we don't drink when we play. And that was a rule that Balder brought in. And I want to thank Balder for that. Well, that's because I heard a recording. We, we heard a recording. He's like, <laughs> we thought we were like playing our asses off and, and yeah. singing great yeah. and playing great. And then we, like, ah, let's listen to that tape. We listen to the tape, we're like, dang, that yeah. mighty. What's <laughs> happening there? <laughs> There's one thing we can improve. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. the banter, the talking that didn't make any sense, the, you know, the yeah. playing out of tune, singing out of tune. The 15 minute political. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. talking about the yeah. yeah. 20 minute bathroom oh, break. Yeah. Where did yeah. he even go? Right. Yeah. He didn't even well, we, had, we, we, we played for, um, what was it? Uh, God, the, uh, man, St. Patty's Day, and our fiddle player was great fiddle player, you know, he could play Irish music and stuff, so he had another gig, and he went and played this other gig, and with, with the, um, with the, what was it, the, the bagpipe pickers, oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and so yeah. they got to drink, and he showed up to this gig, and he was just talking about what a sham 
St. Patty's Day was, and they like went on about the horses, the ponies, they that bombed died. the ponies, they bombed the ponies, <laughs> and the ponies. We, all, we got a recording of that. We we're like, all right, no more. First off, let's not talk politics on stage every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a while, so we all have our facts straight. And then, and then secondly, let's just cut the booze out because yeah, yeah everybody's out of their mind. You know, it's a tight wire, man. Yeah. It's, it's it's a tight wire. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you think you're really doing good, and, and sometimes yeah. you are, but, sometimes, you, yeah. but you fall eventually. You don't know. It's fast. You don't know. It, it happens it's a flashpoint. You know? yeah. it is. Well, state trait learning, we just always talk about yeah. it. If you, if you practice, you have yeah, to yeah. practice in the condition that you're performing. You don't see yeah. tennis players out there playing, you know, right. practicing yeah, yeah, four yeah. hours and doing shots. <laughs> 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 hey, we've, we've never played tennis together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably would be a lot more entertaining, but uh, that's yeah. why pool's pool players can't play sober. That's it. That's, that's, true. Play yeah, that's it. That's they it. Play they play sober, like, what's wrong with this? Pool's pool. Can't play. Where am I? Yeah. Can you guys speak to? When somebody like a Sam Bush or Duke comes on yeah. stage with you guys, does it get heavier? Oh man! Or are you guys because they're almost locals? It feels they're here all the time. Yeah. It feels like, but does it? Yeah. And when you're playing, do you concentrate more? Oh yeah, specifically like me. You know, I mean Sam Bush would be like the Eric Clapton of the mandolin to me. So, yeah. and I grew up listening to New Grand Survival and being influenced by him and his sound. So when he started coming around. And we're next thing you know, we're cooking oysters over his house, and he's wanting to sit in, and he comes to sit in, and man, I'm puckered up pretty big because <laughs> I'd be playing something, and I'd be like, oh, I stole that from him. Oh, that's his. Oh. You know what I mean? So it took me a while for me to like yeah. separate myself from that and just be like, I'm here, I'm yeah, playing, just he's here, it. he's playing. I think years yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. To where I was just comfortable, like he made it so easy. Yeah. He made it so comfortable. Sure. But yeah. I, for me to like, let, let, yeah, let yeah, like trying to play what I was playing. I'll yeah. tell you the other one. <laughs> the most psychic, magical school of wizardry Hogwarts musician I've ever played with is Jerry Douglas. Yeah, Jerry Douglas. He broke out his dobro, oh, and we didn't even say what key we're in. And he like by the first time he knew that he played the exact oh, melody yeah. and he knew all the chord changes. He's, he's like yeah. he's. Top where Sam's the same way, but I mean, yeah. like Jerry Douglas was. I got I, I got to see him play with you guys up there, and it was, uh, it, you know, he's just a super musical guy, and you can tell that he's. Those guys know how to show up and listen to what you're doing. They don't come in and just try to play all over you to show off what they can do. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I've always said that a great player can do anything they need to, but they only do what's necessary. And I, you always see that with Sam and. And yeah. Jerry, those guys come in and just lift up what you're right. already doing to yeah. a new level. I mean, you know? Sam, Sam got to the point where he he would say, you know, we were to play a song, he'd say, we'd say it's in the key of A, it's in the key of the whatever, and he would be, finally be like, what's the name, man? What's the name of the song? So we yeah. tell him, I'm like, man, he knows the names, and then we just tell him <laughs> the name of the song. He's like, he kick off the intro, yeah. he had the whole thing, and that was, you know, yeah. And then when we were teaching them a song or something, like, hey, this song's called, there's a kind of traditional, whatever, it's called Me and My Uncle. He's like, I, I, looking back, I feel so foolish. I was like, it's in E minor, it goes to a G. And then he's like, he's being really cool. And he's like, he must have played this song like a zillion times. Like, yeah. come on, dude. Right? But I was trying to be really nice. I was like, trying to, you know, yeah. I mean, it's a Sam Bush, man. It's a serious situation. He's, like, he's, he's, a, he's a legend. You know? He's on stage, you're trying to like, yeah. Yeah, he's like, shh, 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 shh. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he was talking about like how the first time he ever played it was back in like, you know, the late '60s with 
I can't remember what band it was. I was like, holy smokes, we have Tony. But yeah. Um, but yeah, we're definitely not as puckered anymore. But back in the day, yeah. still was, happens. Yeah, sure. I mean, we had we had a picture of him on the trailer wall, a uh, painted mural of the guy. Yeah, you know, a little shrine with a candle lit <laughs> you know, next to it. <laughs> and then we became we all became friends with him. And he gave cool. Alder that mandolin and That's played cool. on her album. Yeah, this is super cool. That's super cool. Um, yeah. So before we leave, I'll give you my yeah. cell phone number. I'm a super confidential person. Uh, the thing I hate seeing on social media is when YouTube play, and then all the pictures the next day, and Sam showed up, and I didn't know. All I need is a bolder uh, text that says, "Hey, come on," and that's yeah. all I need. <laughs> Just say, "Hey, come on." You don't have to tell me what it is, but if it's a bolder, I know something's happening. Yeah. yeah but uh, yeah, so yeah. you guys played at uh, Cinco de Mayo at the Hub. Yes, yeah. Yeah. that um, that got rave reviews. Yeah, yeah, he was in town and he showed up with us for sure. And that was a that's a cool place to play yeah. as well over there, an outdoor venue. You know. Yeah, you guys filled the stage up. I saw plenty of video of that. Are so. we playing them there the eighth, I believe, of July? July? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah, okay, I'll be there. Is, yeah. <laughs> Next Friday, Friday. Yeah, Friday night. Sweet. Yeah. Very cool. So let's just kind of pause for a second. What do y'all want to play? And then I'll just like introduce it. These guys both have some, so yeah, yeah, let's do it. Um, and then uh, we'll film it. You're, you're two more? Is that? Yeah, two yeah. more. Yeah, okay, cool, yeah. cool. Okay, so just introduce it. Uh, okay, let's do glitters and then finish All right, cool. Yeah, cool. so we'll what we'll do is. Uh, All right, this is an original song I wrote. It's called All the Glitters Ain't Gold, and it's about, you know, searching for that thing that you think is important sometimes. It's not so important, or shiny things aren't yeah. important. You know what I mean? So that's it. That's kind of how that one is. Yeah. One, two. Thank you. 
Truthfully, yes. That um, you know, we had parted ways with members of the band. You know, da 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 da. Then we recently lost Kenny, our bass player. So we really kind of had to redefine our sound again. You know, and, and choose whether we were going to move forward or keep playing. And we chose that we we're just going to rally forth. And Kyle and I are just going to play music. We're not searching for another member. And mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, it's been it's been like, where are we? Who are we? What are we doing? figuring this out so once we discover our sound again I think that there'll be a new project but right now we did just some force came and recorded some and stuff we're gonna do that I'm, I'm yeah. fixing to get that all uh, put together with Duke okay uh, there was a set you guys did that was really magical I thought with uh, Ian Duke and Cool. Recorded so, at the live bar. Yeah. Uh, live at the rib bar. Live at the live bar. That's cool. So, so. Uh, Kyle has a song for us. Sure. And uh, why don't you introduce what the song is and uh, you guys right. get back to it. This this is a song is a homemade song. It's called Yeah. This is a homemade song. It's it's a it's called With the Help of Your Love or She's My Little Spellbreaker. Or Hillbilly Love. Or if you're Panama City, it's called With My Hillbilly Love. <laughs> I saw online that someone had posted it, like, you gotta like Drake Clamp with the song, man, Hillbilly Love, that's the song, man. <laughs> so anyway, you'll hear, I guess I need to work on my enunciation. Um, but anyway, that's brother's about for my wife. We were about to get married, and I was just, don't really have any love songs, and so this is my attempt right here. Anyway, growing up on the Emerald Coast, falling in love. Like it. <laughs> One, two, three, four.
beach You know we can get real close and slip on out of reach When we come back here we never can tell so long some oysters and rest our backs Gonna need the stars above Couple lovers under the covers Making love My heart as big as the ocean Friday night. Uh, it's a good family-friendly event, and Forrest, man, we really appreciate you setting us up, really. I mean, you're the one yeah, that yeah, got us, Balder and Kyle. Thank you guys for being yeah, in here. Um, 
I really never put bands on the spot, but we want one more song. All right. Uh, um, oh, man. If we know what that song would be. What's your story? Wait. Yeah, but what is that? <laughs> story no. teller. What, what is it? The functionality of it is a... A koozie. Oh. It could and, be and, wrapped around. Yeah, like... We're oh, you want to hear that? All right. Okay, so literally, I had Potter, my Uncle Potter, when he passed away, I had this little hawk that was, or an osprey that was like my little song giver to me ever. And every time I'd see that hawk, I'd have an inspiration. And I was driving home to the Phoenix, and I saw him on a power line, and he went like that, and this line came to me about the redneck koozie. So I stopped at the, um, the gas station, and I literally got a paper sack, because I didn't have anything to write on, and I was writing as quick as I could. And I did wrap it around an ice cold beer. There you so. go. Nice. Anyway, so it's called Redneck Cousy. I guess that's what yeah. you're asking. Yeah, I, th I think, yeah, I got a new request, and it's in the airstream, so let's just get it done, right? What, yeah, okay, we're playing in here. I think I, I went in here. Yeah, it does yeah. G sharp, yeah. F sharp. Queen. Lord mercy. It's the sun just came out behind yeah. it, so. <laughs> I told them that we were coming to an all you can eat buffet. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew once we got them in here, we could, you know, the lock the door. Too. It's like yeah. eating done yeah. for you. song called the redneck koozie here on 38 live in the extra i love Like bones along the road, this on the back 
driver looked over at the passenger and said, Quick, peel that label off of that beer. And then he's knocking on his arm with a lick and a stick. The cop said, You been drinking? Well, no, sir, I quit. Well, I'm trying to quit. The doctor put me on this patch. He calls the liquor red patch. It still makes my breath smell like beer, officer. I don't understand. Lessons I've learned for women. I've yearned for a midnight sprigging. I go leave fun around with the slack bones along. I wrote this on the back of an old paper sack. Wrapped it down the nice cold beer. Drunk rock song. And last time Uncle Potter got a DUI, he jumped out of his $200 truck with no insurance, put his ice cold beer on top, lit a cigarette, the cop came up, he said, you got me. Put him in jail, he got his last phone call, and he got an answer machine. You can't get blood out of a turnip, but you can sure put the turnip in jail, and they did. Thousand dollar bail! Lessons I've learned for women, I've yearned for in my inspiration. Like a leaf on the river, the slight rolls along. I wrote this on the back of an old paper sack. And wrapped it around an icy cold beer. Drunk driving song. So we want to really, really thank all you guys. Thank you, man. Forrest, thank you for setting this up, brother. I uh, really appreciate you. Oh, hey, hey, microphone, how are you? Uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, let's uh, just one more time. Dreaded Forest, Trebiche, and Blue Mountain Beach. Uh, doors open at 6, 7 o'clock, showtime till 10. Uh, yeah, it's going to be 8 to 11. 8 to 11. Uh, doors open at 7. Okay, great. You know, we, you know, last time we played, we, we had a little set list, and we didn't even get through half the songs. Yeah. And we were like, man, we, you know, got a lot of fun stuff. Got a lot, lot, yeah, lot of songs. It's a lot more songs to play. Yeah. That's really good. So, yeah. uh, appreciate you guys, yeah. and uh, we're going to play this like crazy on the station. Good. Oh, man. Uh, if there's anything that you would ever want to come here and uh, look, you were so good for us and knocked the panel off the wall. Dude, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was those. Wrong, I had two or three wrong notes, and that does that. You know, I mean, it's like disrupting the mojo. Uh, I had a couple of good ones there, but uh, it's all good. That's good. This was uh, recorded live in the uh, 38 Radio Airstream. It's sounding better and better every time we get you guys to come yeah, and play, so we can figure this out. We're at Gulf Place, Florida, corner of 393 and 38. It's the 38 Radio Airstream. It's presented by our friends at Coastal Insurance, and uh, the show 38 show is uh, presented actually by 38 Cottages. We appreciate everybody with their support. Also, our friends at Stinky's, uh, our new studios are here. Yeah, check out the gumbo. Uh, the, uh, what is it? The the uh, mac and cheese with crawfish. Yeah, thanks a lot, Richard. That's why I'm this big. Anyways. Crawfish at Pot pie, the I love the ribs, the surf and turf. The oh, yeah. I mean, like seriously, oh, they've got some good cooks over there. Yeah, right. So Trebiche is the location. You can make reservations downstairs before the show. Eat some really great food yeah, over there, and yeah. then head upstairs for a really, really up close and personal show with three of our, I mean, best musicians and people here. I mean, better humans than musicians, let's say that. And uh, we appreciate all the time you guys give us and play for us, and we look forward to having you back. Thank you, Thanks, guys. The 30A Show with Corey and Laura, presented by 38cottages.com. Catch The 30A Show, Fridays, 7 a.m., Sundays, 10 a.m., and 6 p.m., or via podcast on 30a.com. Inside our free 30A app for iPhone and Android, iTunes podcast app, and on Apple TV.
Stinky's Fish Camp, waterfront dining in Dune Allen Beach. With a name like Stinky's, it better be good. Stinky'sFishCamp.com.